Hello, and welcome to Conversations Between Widows. I am one of the co-hosts, Tanya Wilson. And I'm your other co-host, LaSharma Jefferson. And we're bringing you weekly conversations about our widow journey. Our purpose is to provide our listeners with a window seat into how two young women who became widows too soon are navigating life after their loss. Our goal is to provide another support system to other widows on the same journey to help them feel less alone. You'll laugh, you'll cry, and shake your head profusely in agreement to what Tanya and I and our guests are talking about. So come on in and enjoy the conversation. Hey, Tanya, how are you? Oh, well, it's the weekend. So <laughs> you good, right? The weekends are good. Yes, yes. <laughs> I, I think I was looking forward to this weekend more so for resting purposes. I knew it was still going to be busy uh, because I'm trying to overcome some of my uh, son's learning challenges. And I had like some things lined up for like tutoring and everything. But at least it gave my brain a break from work, from, you know, just everything. Like the weekend kind of rejuvenates you. Um, But I don't know. I I, honestly, this this is what I was looking forward to because usually it's been a long time since I actually look forward to the weekends. (laughs) Because, yeah, it, it always reminds me of my time I spent with my husband. So, on the weekends, I used to get low, you know, I'd be lonely, so I didn't like the weekends. But now, honey, I'd be like, where, where is Saturday coming through? <laughs> is it five o'clock? Yes, yeah, five o'clock somewhere. I know on this Friday. So, yeah. Yeah, I'm saying for me, because I, I work um, two Saturdays out of the month. So, this was my weekend where um, I did work um, on Saturday. And, um, but I still look forward to the weekend just because it's, not, it's kind of broken up. Like, I have Fridays off, mm-hmm. and then I work every other Saturday. But then I'm always off on Sunday. So I'm always looking forward to Sunday because that's my real kind of rest day. Like, okay, I don't have to do anything. I try to do very little. And um, But yesterday, so this past week, at my job, one of our uh, one of our librarians uh, decided to have a spirit week. Mm. So, like every day had a particular theme, right. and I participated on two of the days because working part time, I'm only there about three days a week. So, like Monday was uh, what was that day? Oh, dress like a coworker day. Mm-hmm. Tuesday was. Uh, dress like, you know, one of your favorite characters, you know, whether in a book or on, on TV, movie, whatever. Right. Uh, Wednesday was pajama day. Mm. Thursday was formal wear day. And I believe Friday was kind of represent your favorite, your favorite decade. So mm. I would have enjoyed Friday, but I don't work on Fridays. But I did do the dress like a coworker day because my, my coworker who established or created the uh, the spirit week 
she always wears overalls. <laughs> and so I'm an overall person. I, I have always loved overalls. But for me, I think it's more of a thing of my youth, like when I was a little younger. Not to say that when you're older that you can't wear overalls, but for me, I always like to get them, like if I went to a baby shower or a kid's birthday, I'm probably going to get them some overalls if I choose to buy an outfit. I, I love kids in overalls. So my daughter, my granddaughter, I already have, I've already bought her two. <laughs> and, um, and then my daughter, she remembered a time when she was little that um, she and I took a picture together and we both had on overalls. So she wanted us to recreate that picture. So mm -hmm. uh, last year when she had, when her oldest daughter turned one, Okay. She had her some overalls and she bought me a pair of overalls because I hadn't had overalls in years. But she bought me a pair of overalls so that we could recreate that picture, you know, with my granddaughter. So that's why I happen to have a pair of overalls in my closet. So when she said, you know, dress like a co-worker day, I said, oh, cool. I've got some overalls. That's what I'm going to wear. And because uh, this this young lady, uh, she's like around my daughter's age. She's around that. She's under 30, over 25. So mm -hmm. I put these little, you know, kind of like ponytails in my hair, you know, to have a more youthful, you know, like to really drive the point home. Like, yeah, mm -hmm. I'm, I'm Jillian today. So that was fun. And then Wednesday was pajama day. And I have a thing about pajamas. I absolutely Love, I love like lounging pajamas. I don't sleep with my pajamas on, but I like to have them, you know, just for walking around the house after you take your shower, your bath. You know, I put on a nice, clean, you know, comfortable pair of pajamas. That's my thing. But I couldn't go too comfortable at work. <laughs> but because it was funny, though, just wearing those pajamas, it definitely mm -hmm. put me in a very relaxed mood at work. But and so when I came home, I almost forgot that I had pajamas on or why I had them on because I was right. cleaning up the kitchen. And I kind of looked like I'm already dressed for bed. I was like, oh, yeah, I wore these to work. <laughs> so it was a really fun time. And um, to culminate the day or the week, she also had a uh, barbecue at her house uh, yesterday at mm. six o'clock after the library closed and invited all of us there. And at first I wasn't going to go because I was like, oh my God, after a whole day of work, I'm just going to want to go home and relax. But I said, you know, I'm in a new environment for work with different coworkers. I mm -hmm. thought it was important to be sociable, you know, and to participate, you know, in this activity. And I'm, I'm really glad that I went, you know, I pushed myself. Uh, I had to come home to let my dog out. And had to hurry up and run out the house. I couldn't let myself get too comfortable. So mm -hmm. I went and I stayed for a couple of hours. And it was really nice. I mean, the director, you know, of our library was even there. So I, I when I saw the list of RSVPs initially, I didn't think everybody was going. I only saw a couple of names. But I was really surprised to see my uh, my director was there. So, you know, that's just one of those things when you're in the workplace I think it's important to socialize, you know, at right. work and outside of work. You don't have to do everything that's going on, but especially, you know, when you want to connect with people, it's just networking all together because even in the library field, because um, a lot of people work at more than one library, you never know, you know, who you might meet at a work, you know, work event, you know, that can be your connection 
to your next job or your next position. So mm-hmm. you gotta you gotta work it where you can. So yeah, and social th- does mean networking. So you got you know you can be networking and being social at the same time. Yeah. And it was good to get out the house because I keep telling myself, okay, Charmaine, you besides the dogs. I do not have anybody here that, like, I got to be here for. I got to do anything for, you know. So I need to take advantage of that because one thing that I have realized in my life is that, yes, I'm empty nesting, but that is not always going to me. It doesn't always, it's not going to always mean that I'm going to have this house to myself. (laughs) Right. As we see, you know, because your older children, things happen in their life. Sometimes they have to come home. You know, and it may be somebody else, you know, that I encounter or a family member that, you know, might need a place to stay temporarily. I try to stay out of that, you know, but (laughs) you know what can happen, you know. Yeah, you take a risk there. Yeah, I'm going to enjoy, you know, my my time having my house to myself because it's literally the first time, you know, that that I've had it. Um, and all of my adult life. So I'm going to enjoy it. But one thing I don't want to do is just be sitting up here in my house, coming home, looking at TV and sitting here, you know, like I'm 80 years old. Like, uh, uh-uh. you got to use your youth while you can. So I'm like, I'm going to get out, you know, as much as I can, but still have a nice balance and enjoy my house. Cause my house is my peace. You know, even when, you know, it was other people here, my bedroom at least, but you know, I like being at home, but you got to have a balance. You got to get out and enjoy your life, you know? Mm-hmm. So that's what I did. I agree. Well, I sound like you had a fulfilled week and weekend yesterday. And then I got an invitation to go somewhere today. I think I'm going to do that too, um, cause especially because it's early. I like early stuff. That's where I'm showing my age. <laughs> like going yeah. out after it get dark, I feel like, oh, I do not want to be out and parking. But one of my line sisters invited us over um, for a little cookout. So I'm like, oh, okay, I'm, I'm going to go hang out for a little while. Well, that's good. Good time. A cookout equals I don't have to worry about bringing or buying food. Yes, because she didn't say potluck style, so I'm going to take full advantage of that. <laughs> like, yeah. I'm coming. <laughs> yeah. Yes, yes, yes. Sound like a good time. Uh, today, I don't know what I'm going to do. Oh, the baby got flat. We almost oh, yep. <laughs> we almost done with flat. It was such a good idea when we started, but it's like, it's it, it it's starting to weigh a little bit on us because you know it's colder. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's a little colder mm-hmm. now, and you're like, I don't want to go. And, but I'm gonna mm-hmm. go because I we made a commitment, and I'm trying to teach my son about keeping those commitments and doing what you got to do. And here I am looking at my trying to look at my calendar, girl, to see when the 23rd is because that's when that's when it's over. <laughs> Yeah, I can't get to the the whole grid, but yeah, if I can uh, get to that 23rd, let's see how many Sundays we got. One, two, three, four more Sundays. Well, today, so you got three more. Three more. Yeah, so we will be um, able to, Sunday will be back to us and like I said um, we'll be working on like some of his school stuff and 
I also have to make a little time for me um, to myself. So I'm doing stuff to, you know, make sure my self-care is taken care of as well. Right. That'll do for you too. Yep. 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 So today's topic is one because socializing, being out with your social group, um, or being out with coworkers, your sorority sisters, your friends, family, whoever you go out with. Um, and it's a topic that I think we lightly touched on before early on in podcast, but we bring it back because again, it's just something that happens. <laughs> Yeah, and I, it was funny because I was actually kind of um, taken aback that um, I kind of felt the way I did regarding the situation. Yeah, because you don't know how you feel until it happens. And yeah, like, you know, I thought and, and I got I'm, over that. Yeah, because I'm not a fresh, you know, I'm not a fresh new widow, you know. So I was definitely kind of hypersensitive to some things early on. But, you know, now I'm coming into five years you know with this and you know I've started dating and you know so I'm like oh I I just didn't expect it but what happened was um last weekend um my sorority chapter um of Delta Sigma Theta we kick off our sorority year every September and we have this event that's our roundup event so I went, you know, hanging out with my my people and a couple of my line sisters, you know, that I that I'm very close with. We were kind of because we all took a picture. We gathered for a group picture after the event was over, mm-hmm. and then as we were walking and leaving, you know, we were all talking about how tired we were. You know, like oh yeah, we gotta go home or. Um, you know, ready to go home. And then a couple, the, the two of them started talking about, you know, the husbands. And I, I didn't see how, the, I didn't hear how the conversation started. But Uh-oh. the part that I uh, kind of, my ears zoned in on when they kind of started talking about, like, alluding to, you know, when your husband want to have sex and you really don't feel like it, you know, how you got to, you know, acquiesce, you know, give it up when you don't feel like it because we're trying to please our husbands. And, you know, they were kind of like just joking around about that. Mm -hmm. And I just felt like, man, I couldn't contribute, even though, of course, I knew what they were talking about because I've been married not once, but twice. (laughs) So Mm -hmm. I know about that. But I was kind of feeling like, man, that's not my story anymore. And I kind of felt like in that moment, I felt like they were kind of talking around me, you know, like like it was just their conversation because they're currently married and I am not. And Mm. it just and I immediately thought like, oh, I'm feeling a certain kind of way about this, you know, and I know it wasn't intentional on their part, but they definitely did not make a, they did not, they definitely didn't like, like, yeah, LaCharmy, you remember that? Like, they didn't include me. They didn't, you know, it's like, it was just, they, yeah. like, it was like, I just was not a part of that conversation. And I just felt really awkward, like, dang, okay, well, I'm not married now, but. I have been married before, mm-hmm. you know, so it was just, I felt like, man, I'm I'm left out of these husband conversations. You know, it's like when you no longer have one, regardless of how you, why you aren't in that clique anymore. <laughs> it's mm-hmm. like, man, it's like, like you're just kind of disregarded. Either you're disregarded by the people 
or you, you're disregarding yourself, like you're pulling yourself out of it, you know, like just feeling like you don't have anything to add to this because that's not your current situation. Mm. Have you so, ever had anything like that happen? Girl, early on, yeah, it was it was evidence because I had situations. I And again, I always say it was told to me because I never heard the person say it to my face. But that's when I was told that I might need to get my own uh, my own tribe because you know everybody has lives and they needed to move on from you know Othello's past. But that was his set of friends that did that, mm-hmm. or you know not his set of friends that did that. The set of friends, one of the wives said that. Okay, said that to me. Um, like but, you need a new set of friends because you you weren't married. Like your husband wasn't a part of the friend group anymore. So that meant you weren't a part of the friend group anymore. Yeah, yeah. But the alien nation, the alien. Uh, I can't even say the word right now because I'm yeah, sorry. Alienation. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Alienation of it didn't just start with me. That was the beginning of that situation. And then there was other things done to other people that do have their husband and wives. You know what I'm saying? And it's just, it was, it's, you know, I don't have time for mind games. So I, I chalked that up as a mind game. But um, you don't, I don't get invited or I'm very, because of that, because of having that experience early on, I'm very picky on hanging around too long if there's a husband and wife present at any events or anything like that i might mm-hmm. say hey what's up but then i try to circle and move from there only because i know that there's some women that might be insecure i'm a single mom you know around their man no they don't want that you know what i'm saying so i will say it did form a anxiety mm. um, as for the husband talks um, with my married friend, they they really don't. Every now and then, they talk about the husband, but it's mostly the kids. So they do kind of skedaddle from talking about their husbands. But I think my thing is, why do you have to do all that? Why can't you just be yourself? You know, that's that's the biggest the biggest problem I see because they assume you didn't have that to talk about when you did. You know, what I'm saying you're dating, so why wouldn't you know? how that is where a husband, you might not feel like it. They like, okay, let's come on. Let's do something. Like, why wouldn't you know that? Well, I don't tell you because it's funny because I I do know it. And because I've been married and um, not even anxiously trying to get back into a marital situation, but I really, I specifically remember a time when (laughs) my boyfriend um, early in our dating, I don't know. I don't. Gosh, we've kind of been go, d- doing this for a minute, but um, uh, uh, uh. I'm like, okay. So the one time where I let him come over, like more days in a row than what I used to let him come over, and that was a time where he wanted to have sex, and I was really feeling like I don't feel like this, and I really was so irritated in that moment because I was like, see, mm-hmm. this is some married woman stuff. If I don't want to have sex, I don't want to have sex. Like, I don't have that same obligation, mm-hmm. you know, even though, well, we're not going to talk about the the, the the relationship sex, but, you know, from a marital standpoint, you know, it's very important, you know, that husbands and wives 
strive to please each other physically. And you have to sometimes put what you personally want, you know, and tend to your spouse's needs, you know, and that goes both ways, you know, because right. sometimes when we're going through things in life, you know, we might not feel like it. it's the last thing on our mind. But sometimes when couples, particularly married couples, when the sex stops happening on a regular basis, it winds up um, creating a lot of other, you know, trickle-down problems from that. So, you know, you do have to, you know, sometimes take one for the team. Yeah. <laughs> and unfortunately, it's usually the women taking one for the team because it's usually the men that want to have sex no matter what is going on in life unless they're mm -hmm. like personally mad at the wife but yeah so when that time when I had that issue with my my boyfriend I was like oh my goodness that means you're over here too much and you know because I wasn't because it was a new relationship and I would say like I hadn't been in a relationship in like those the four years before that I would say and so before that I mean I've had sex since my husband has passed, but it has not been like that consistent, you know, like, oh, we're having sex like two, two, three times out the week. I was more oh. like a once every other week type person. And that was fine with me. It was kind of like <laughs> I'm getting my, my jollies off every couple. That was all I needed. But and then when he started being here, like the first time being in a relationship, mm -hmm. it was like, oh. This is too much. I do not want to do all of this all the time. Lord. But yeah, I could have contributed that to the conversation, you know, but in the way that they were talking, it really just seemed like they were just talking about husbands. Well, you know how these husbands are. The husband word came out. And it actually made me think about something else because one of the young ladies who was involved in that conversation, mm -hmm. she actually told me, because uh, we, we've had have had some conversations and she said that she really does not hang out with women that aren't married and, Ooh, and yeah. I, you know and I was like well I get well she said for her she likes to hang out with women who are married because I guess she just kind of assumed like from a couple standpoint she wanted to be able to invite her husband to come and do stuff with her as well. So that's mm. why she tries to be in a couple environment. But what it made me think about, and I was going to talk to you about this too, it was floating around in my head, it's just like how you think that, oh, I'm married. I'm like, how... It's really unfortunate that, you, that a person can think that they need to cut out a, a particular kind of person that's not in this situation as though their situation is guaranteed. Yeah. You know what I mean? And I'm like, yeah, Ooh, you're married you, you right took the words right out of my mouth because I was <laughs> right. like, what happens when she's not married? And right. She and, come like, and, then, and then what you gonna do? Now your friends who you're, you develop these close friendships with people, mm -hmm. are they supposed to turn their back on you because you don't have your husband? Whether he unfortunately passed away or whether y'all just got a divorce? It's like the friendship should not be conditional on what you have in your life. You know what I'm saying? Especially when it comes to something like relationships, because relationships come and go. You know what I'm saying? Whether mm -hmm. it's what we want to happen or it's against our will, it can happen. So here's my thing. When she made that comment, oh, I don't hang with people unless they uh, are married. 
what what do you think made her want to say that out loud? Well, you know what? You know what? She's just that type of a, a honest person. We were actually mm-hmm. talking about uh, like because she and I went to high school together. Okay. We weren't we weren't necessarily friends in high school. We didn't run in the same crowds, but then we became closer once we became members of the sorority. And okay. so what happened, because our, our line, it was a lot of a lot of us women that came into the sorority um at the same time, like over a hundred. Okay. So it's impossible to form friendships with a hundred people, you know, at least in a short amount of time. So what winds up happening in that type of dynamic, you kind of gravitate towards people who you have things in common with. And I'm going to tell you how that backfires because I too, I didn't do it intentionally like, oh, let me gravitate towards the people who are married. That was never a thought in my mind. But that just wound up, that wound up being what happened. A lot of the people that I was closer with, and I think I was looking at, because the people who were, the ladies who were single, some of them were a little on the, they were like the wild and single. <laughs> and so for that, I'm like, well, I couldn't really hang with them. Uh, I won't say I couldn't hang with them. We did not get close. Because that- we just... Was that just the assumption that they were wild or maybe no. uh, looks worse Mm-mm. appearance? Oh, Mm-mm. you heard stories? <laughs> I heard they stories. Were getting... Yeah, oh. yes. You know, and just some of them, that's just their personality. They would still, that, that would be who they were even if they were married. Matter of fact, well, one of them is married. So there are situations <laughs> where, well, people can be married and still be really close friends with someone who isn't married. And, um, but just from myself, I think I gravitated, I'll say to the more mature people who were kind of like on my maturity level. And it just Mm -hmm. so happened that those people were also people who were married. Mm -hmm. But of course, what wound up happening when you do get in those situations and people are, everybody's married, then there is this thing of, oh, well, let's all get together. You know, let's do a couple things. One of my really close friends that's what she likes to do all the time, you know, because her best friend is married. And, mm-hmm. um, you know, then her husband, you know, he has married friends. So, I mean, I get it. You know, married people, they like to do the couple thing. But I think that they just kind of take it for granted mm-hmm. that they're always going to be in that situation. Because even when I was married and I was hanging with these people who were also married, my relationship with my husband he was not like their husbands were in terms mm-hmm. of my husband didn't want to socialize. He didn't want to come out and do couple. We going out to dinner today. He didn't want to do that. <laughs> okay. So I was always kind of when they did do some couple things, it would be a a big frustrating thing with me because it would make me very unhappy <laughs> and upset with my husband. Like mm-hmm. if he wouldn't go with me, you know, because that was one of the things that attracted me to him. When he and I first got together, we were always doing stuff together. So right. I assumed that that would continue to be a thing. And then especially with him being in a fraternity, you know, I'm thinking, okay, he maybe we can do stuff with his friends. You know, he can do stuff with my friends. But he was really kind of a loner, you know. and He, he didn't like doing the people stuff all the time. So you can still be in a relationship and it doesn't mean that you're going, that the person you're in a relationship with 
isn't necessarily going to do all the couple stuff. So you just never know how things are going to turn out. You right. know, so I've always had to be able to hang with people who were married or in relationships and not, you know, because okay. I've been, is that I've been like, on both sides is, of it. Is that like a choice? Kind of. Which one? What is what a choice? Like that, you, that's, is that just how it ends up being that they, your friends kind of fit your situation? Because my friends, none of them, I don't know. I had my married friends. I had my friends that weren't married. I had my dating friends. I had, I think I don't, I don't know. I'm an underdog. So I never yeah. go with the, the popularity, if that makes any sense. I think that I tend to just, I like hanging around people that are kind of like-minded, you know, like for instance, if, but I, I can go, I can be in all types of situations, but like, just like with the sorority, we all come into the sorority, but everybody has different personalities. That's life, you know, and the people who might be a little bit more wild, maybe they're louder, you know, maybe they're more of the turn up type of a person. Mm-hmm. I can hang out with a person like that. As long as that person is also accepting of who I am. You know what I mean? Because I have a one girlfriend. She, Me and her actually became friends online. And I never expected that to happen. Um, but she and I are really close. And she was telling me about a situation where she was hanging out. She went out for her birthday. And she had a group of friends out together. And she wanted everybody to turn up. Cause that's, that's who she is, you know? And so she said something to a person, like one of her friends who was like a little bit more reserved. And she told her, you know, girl, we in our forties, you need to loosen up, have a drink, you know, turn up. And the friend was very offended by that. I think she was too offended, but, uh, because they actually wound up having a, a conversation later. Cause she felt like my friend was kind of insinuating that, she wasn't having a good time because she wasn't more energetic and more expressive of how she was enjoying herself like other people were. And a lot of times people who, I think we're too judgmental on people. Yes. We need to let people be how they are, yeah. you know, because I'm the type of person, I could go to a club, I'm not the person that's going to get the party started. Right. So like I right, like I know how to do hustle, but my personality isn't the person that's gonna get out there and start leading the hustle. However, mm-hmm. once the hustle gets going, I'm gonna get out there and I'm gonna join the hustle. Hey, hey, you know? hey. And so that's what I do. And I'm like, so if if you're the person that goes out and gets the party started, that's who you are. Yeah. But don't criticize the person who isn't also that way. Exactly. You That's know, what I was you saying. You can't make people be like you are. Yeah, I had to learn that at an early age. They, the people, Everybody's going to be who they're going to be. You know what I'm saying? The question is, are you able to accept who they're going to be? Mm-hmm. And you do have to not judge people. But I, like I said, it's human nature. And I think women do it the most. Where, you know, we judge the person. Like you said... The one friend, oh, yeah, I don't hang around, you know, unless they're a married couple. What happens when, because, what you know, not saying that would happen, knock on wood, but say life happens and you end up in a solo situation and you try to hang out with those friends, your married couple, and they try to 
act a certain way towards you, then how would she right. feel? Right, because they they would definitely feel a certain kind of way, especially if she's going around saying that. Like if she's, like I said, she's a vocal person. Mm-hmm. So if you said that to people, then if you find yourself in a situation where you and your husband, you know, divorce mm-hmm. or whatever, people can look at that like, oh, now she want to come and hang out with us because she don't have no husband no more. Yeah, she ain't got no friend. Yeah, she ain't got friend no more. She ain't got her, her boo no more. She over here looking at us. Yeah, no. Um, oh, girl. Yeah, but I think it's good to have, I think when you're married, Mm-hmm. it's good to have, you should just have friends on different levels and honestly when you have friends who are single instead of ostracizing them and leaving them out of things perhaps your spouse or whoever else is coming to the dinner party whatever they should be inviting other people who are single as well mm-hmm. so that maybe it can be a mingling thing going on you know what I'm saying? And you don't have to do it all the time because maybe you want to have couple things, but don't yeah. always just have couple things. You know, you don't want mm-hmm. because you can't just be friends with people who are in a certain situation because situations change. Yeah, They change all the time and your friendship shouldn't be based on, you know, oh, well, you don't go to these type of, you know, okay, if you can't afford to go to, let's say, the we were talking about the the Allo show preview thing and how much those tickets cost, right? Yeah, I so remember you, you to... asking me about that because you was like, "Well, that's the oh, it was your sister event," and you was like, "Well, that's the day of the uh, Allo show preview," and I was so puzzled <laughs> at first. Like, I said, and I would still go, but I ended up having not, I couldn't go because I didn't have a fitter for oxen. And yeah, you know but what? I was yeah. like, um. Here's my thing. I don't but, know. I I wasn't going to the preview because I didn't have the the four fifty I needed. <laughs> yeah, but it's funny, and I don't know why. I I think I said that because my sister, when she would tell me about her event, she kept referencing the auto show preview. Oh yeah, <laughs> so I don't like know. This. I think that's why I was just stuck in my head. But you Unless know, yeah, they I, had brought the tickets to work. And raffle them off or call me and say, We got these tickets, we can't go, you can go and get yourself suited up. I was like, I was like, this is the auto show preview. I would love to go to that, but however, my ex, my finance was X, the event is Y, and I don't have the money. <laughs> yeah, but I mean my point in bringing that up right now was just like you might be in a financial situation today to where buying some tickets that cost $450 is mm-hmm. you know nothing to you and so maybe that's the type of people that you hang out with but even financial situations change whatever job you have that's supporting you to be able to you know splurge like that you might not always have that so you can't be out here like turning your nose up at people or turning your nose down at people no, it is up. Turning it up at people who can't afford the same type of things that you can afford. You know what I'm saying? We need to judge our friendships by, you know, like being like-minded, things we have in common, the kind of people that they are, and not what the situation that they're in. You know, because like I said, situations can change. Yes, and then we all want people. I think it's the competitive street that we've been taught. Oh, because she got this or she got that. 
she's better than this person and that person. And that's not always the case. I remember something as a child, because I know you mentioned your friend and you went to the same high school, which was the, um, which was Cass Technical High School. Um, that was a school you do had to test in. I didn't get in, but mm-hmm. fast forward, I was in Mumford excelling on honor roll and i decided to do a um depth set program that summer mm-hmm. and i never forget miss barbara i ain't gonna say her last name just in case she's listening <laughs> we in the elevator we in there with my mom from birmingham alabama let me make sure i specify this where she was from because my mom shows cut her eye real good at you but we went, she was like, oh, you're going for the desk program? I was like, yeah, I am. I'm going to be blah, blah, blah. And she was like, uh, what high school you go to? And I was like, I go to um, Mumford, Samuel C. Mumford. Mm-hmm. You called and, the whole name Samuel, Samuel C. C. Mumford. Yeah, Samuel C. Mumford. And she was like, oh, her whole <laughs> face changed. And literally, my mom kind of peeped over her glasses. Because if you know my mom, you know she was a peeper over her glasses all the time. <laughs> you know what the people over glasses meant. And so she was like, what? She was like, what high school do you go to? So my mom asked, because I didn't even need to ask her, because I figured when she did that to me, I was like, oh, she don't go to an inner city school. Maybe she goes somewhere else. She was like, Cass. And she literally put her head up, like you said, turned her nose up. Mm-hmm. Turned her nose up. And my mom was like, oh, really? <laughs> Wow. And if her mama wasn't in that elevator, I think my mom would have got her because I was like, Mom. So the mom was like, You said you go to Mumford? She said, Yeah. She said, You don't miss Todd? I said, I do. I said, That's my counselor. Why that was Homegirl's Godmama? Like this. Yo, Godmama is my counselor. Girl, girls, bye. But I say <laughs> that to say that people do, it's the status thing. They turn, they, you know, and I think that's the thing about when somebody becomes a wife, it's a status quo. I think that's one of the hardest things as a widow, too, is that only that we, you know, we lost our loved ones, we, you know, that we care deeply with. We wrestle with those thoughts daily, but we also lost our status that, you know, some women feel like they build up their whole life for. I some know. women don't. That's what we got to stop yeah. doing, you know? Yeah. I'm like, if me, if we, if we judge ourselves based on, you know, the status, you know, mm-hmm. the titles of our jobs and stuff like that, can you just imagine how bad you'll feel about yourself when you no longer have that? Absolutely. You know, it's like you are not your job title. You are not your marital status. You are not the amount of money that you have in your bank. Because yeah. all of that stuff, you know, can be wiped out. And all you're left with is yourself. I I used to love it. I know we talked about the church thing mm-hmm. some years ago, or not years ago, a couple weeks ago. But mm-hmm. one of the things I used to always love about my bishop when he would talk about um, how we are all a piece of dirt, or like when we pass away, we are mm-hmm. going to revert. You know, our bodies go to the dust that it was. Yes. He would be, he would just go through the line and he like, oh, huh, you you looking nice and fly with your stiletto shoes. But let me tell you, baby girl, you still a piece of dirt. <laughs> like oh, oh, at, Lord. At, the, at the end of the day, you yes. know, it's like we dress ourselves up, we put our makeup on, we got our little, you know, our little walk, our little switch, our little sway with our hips, all of that stuff, our degrees, mm-hmm. all this little fancy stuff. But it's like in the grand scheme of things, that stuff does not matter. 
It's about what's in your heart. What kind of person are you? That's how we need to be judging who we want to hang out with. Yes. Who we want to form friendships with. Now, yes. are you married? Are you single? Do you got a mm-hmm. boyfriend? Do you have kids? Like, people who don't have kids can still be friends with people who do have kids. Absolutely. You, know, I have you might not take a whole bunch of advice from them, but that advice also could be coming from somebody, something that somebody told them who does have kids. Yes. You know, so we just got to stop discounting people because they're not in this situation or that situation. Yeah, but I think it's also they want They I think when somebody gets discounted, when they discount people or say things, they also want to go with somebody that's going to validate what their opinion is. And sometimes you got to understand people don't have to value validate your opinion. They can respect how you feel, but they don't necessarily have to agree on what you're saying. Even if you got with a like-minded, as I call it, a like person like yourself, uh, that's married and you know you talking to your friend that's married too and you mentioned something about the, the marriage and everything and she tells you well you know like you said sometimes you just got to take one for the team how would she have felt that you know you know what I'm saying how would, mm-hmm. I would have loved to see how her reaction will and if I had if I was a betting woman I'd probably end up losing the bet but I'm nine out of ten sure then that's when they come to the little old single us well, you see how she said I should just take it then? Well, girl, why are you talking to me? Because you didn't even include me in the conversation. Like, <laughs> that's when that happens. When they don't go their way with the person that they think they got something in common with, then they come back to you. And that's not cool either. You, we are not your backup plan. Mm-hmm. So yeah. you, you shouldn't really, you know, do that as well because that's what happens too. Like nobody, because you, you, don't, you and her, or, you know, you hang around people that are married, it doesn't mean that you would get along with those people. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, and I'm going to say something interesting, too, because as as you said, women are the ones that tend to do this, right? Yep. Mm -hmm. Because why does she also say (laughs) all of her husband's friends are single? Mm. Now, like, now... I read none of his friends. Right, exactly. Exactly. I, I'm going to tell women, like I've been telling them, I've been preaching the same story as what, his 10 years when I was with uh, uh, Othello. And I'm going to say the same story as I learned along the way. A guy would not stop his group for you. Okay? That's right. If he, not, did, if he did football Sunday with the boys, he's still going to do football he gonna, Sunday he with the boys. Do, he's doing football, fantasy, whatever he's doing. Fantasy football, football, whatever he does with his boys, that's what he's going to do. As women, we tend to sacrifice. That includes what we're doing. That includes what we're eating. <laughs> and that includes who we were friends with. Those are sacrifices that we make and be like, okay, girl, no, we can't hang tonight because I promised him, girl, we going to cuddle and all that. That's us. Mm. If I got to go hang out with my girls at five, I'd be I'm going with the girls, I'd be back. That's what you have to say. I used to say it all the time, like when I would hang out with my coworkers after work and I was like, well, let me, you know, tell, uh, tell O, because that's bad. Then I had Ox. I said, let me tell O and he can watch Ox, you know, for me. And I used to say, you know, oh, I'm going to hang out with the girls. Did you, did you need to do anything tonight? Or was it something you were playing? He'd be like, no. In fact, bring me back to Alfredo. Because they was like, <laughs> oh, was the most relaxed dude. He never got very, you know, oh, you keep hanging. Because some guys that will, because if you hang out with your girls too much, some guys will cut up on you too. 
they say things like, and this is when you know somebody got a possessive problem. They mm-hmm. say things like, why you keep hanging out with your girl so much? Yeah, they probably have an issue too. If your is. girls are single, what they doing? Yeah. You you got a man at home. Yeah, like that's whatever, a control like, issue. Women, women don't always go out to catch a man. Sometimes we just want to enjoy each other's company. Yeah, and just get out, out the house. Yeah, and our thing was it was a long week. We just wanted to hang out, but that you know that's what you know you have to watch those tights. But I say that to say don't stop being you that was something i even learned you know in a class with pure romance last year the lady was talking um about sexual health and she said a lot of times women just put up with and this was somebody from europe she said a lot of times people uh uh, women don't know their identity so you don't know what you like in bedroom you don't know what you like when it comes to your food because you put your all into one person instead of being your person you are your person Mm-hmm. Okay, you are the person responsible for you. You are the person that's responsible for what you like, what you love, and they are there to be uh, an added value, not the value. Okay, that's right, added. So when you do that, that is when you know you kind of develop your own identity, your own personality, and if you get with somebody. They should also respect that and love that about you too, because like we both know, life is always good until it up you know uppercuts you in the gut and drag the insides out. <laughs> you know sometimes because of the fact that you know you had this marriage and like literally my marriage ended in hours on that day, like do 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 do, and it was done. The right. same with you, it ended within hours, if not minutes, for you. It was just gone, and you're like, "What the? What am I going? I what? Yeah, just changed. You just became the widow, literally, at this time of the day, because of how life changes. So that's the thing. Like, that's the thing about it. You, you're not guaranteed to always live this life. And I always wonder why I was on that road. And I, I hate to say it, I think we on this road, like you said. Or that time where that friend might come along that's going to need us. You know what I'm saying? And we have mm-hmm. to tell them our testimony. Because the thing about it is, we know one thing is for sure. You know, everyone will have a, you know, expiration date. So, you know, this is those times where it's, you know, death is hard to talk about. But it's something that we always uh, do talk about because we want to make it. Like, no, we don't want you to be living like it's your last day. I mean, you know, you always want to live each day as a fulfillment, but you also want to be mind conscious to like reality stuff and then also kind of curb your judgment of other people. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So I, I, yeah, this was another good one because I, 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 this was always gets me when people try to exclude you or make you feel bad because of what? He passed because that's what human, you know, that's yeah. a human thing that's done. Yeah, it's the end, it's final, and people don't like to hear the word final, but that's what happened. And to assume that you wouldn't have a conversation as good as, you know, that's a good girl talk. Sex? Okay, let's talk about it. That's, to me, that's good girl talk. And you didn't even want to include me? Well, you probably had more stories than they did. <laughs> Like this, girl, this is what I did. You know, that's the part that gets me. I don't like that. And then the whole thing, oh, you know, all my friends have to be married. 
For what? <laughs> sometimes that makes for boring conversation (laughs) right y'all complaining about their cousin they husband what's going on yeah what about my friend that's single who told me she done went to 10 places in 10 days oh really girl tell me more about it sometimes you just you know what feels familiar and what you think society is wanting just be you break out for what people you know expect from you it's your life. You don't have to live it they way. And that's that's all I got for this. <laughs> that's all well, I got. That, that, that was good, girl. We we got the public service announcement. Judge a friend based on their heart and not their marital status. Because marital status has changed. Say it again for the people <laughs> in the back. Say it, but, say it again. Okay, let me get it. Judge a friend by mm-hmm. who they are and not mm-hmm. their marital statuses. There you go. There you go. And that concludes this conversation. Yes. Until <laughs> next time. Until next time. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye.